Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off to a great start. Hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where geographically diverse friends and family have a few drinks and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Mike. I'm drinking a Green King IPA Reserve, which is alright. It's a little bit dense. It kind of tastes like the dog end of a pint that you started earlier. And joining me today, we have... I'm Ben Lavery Griffiths, and I'm drinking a lovely pint of soft water. And I'm Katie Pierce formerly Collins, and I'm drinking an Edinburgh gin, rhubarb and ginger gin liqueur from a can. Oh, mm, yum, Bruni. Too right. So, how does it work? Each week we'll be locked into a charmingly themed escape room of the ears, within which we've each secretly crafted a puzzle. We'll present those puzzles in turn while the others try and solve them. If we don't escape within an hour, then dire things shall befall us. And if we break anything, we'll lose our deposit. This week... We chill out around the water cooler at the Infinite Escape Room, discussing the latest hot topic pop culture events. Uh, I don't know any hot topic pop culture. I'm relying on Katie as our resident young person to be aware of something um, current. Something's probably happened to the Kardashians recently. I don't know. I watched Towie earlier. Yeah, that was nice. Towie? Is that still relevant? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's still a thing. Oh, for our international audience, uh, Towie isn't... um, It's the only way as Essex, but it's less classy than it sounds. Yeah, but it's a good bit of fun. Do you know what Bobby from Towie, he's passing or getting a bill passed at Parliament. What? It's to make um, online homophobia a specific offence. So, you know, he's trying to do a good thing. So it's not all fake tan and tits. There's tits? Have I been? Have I missed out? (laughs) (laughs) Too many tits. (laughs) Not number of women multiplied by two. That's the way it should be. There's an odd number. There's a three one in there somewhere. <laughs> the magic third boob. The magic third boob. That fabled double cleavage. The result. <laughs> Triple cleavage. <laughs> well, isn't it double? Because you'd have, like, betwixt. <laughs> wow, this is getting cut That's out. This crazy. weird conversation with Anywho. my sister. Um, anyway, <clears throat> swiftly onwards. Uh, there we go. That, I think that covers pop culture. Mm-hmm. But all this water cooler talk starts to take its toll. And soon we all find ourselves in desperate need of a wee-wee. Uh, we trot across to the unisex bathrooms to relieve ourselves. Uh, but what's this? There's water pooling underneath the door, and some Jobsworth janitor has chained up the bathroom and locked it with three whimsical padlocks. A post-it note on the door reads, and I'll do a janitor voice, This infinite escape room might be infinite, but the bloody plumbing isn't. I've had enough of nudging your logs around the U-bend. If you want to use the toilets, then you can fix them yourselves first. Here's the key to the sewer hatch. Much love. The finite janitor. Taking the key, we realise we're standing on an oldie-fashioned New Yorkie styly manny holy covery. Unlocking it with the janitor's key, we venture downwards to the murky sewers below. Stepping off the ladder, we see an old-fashioned curved brick sewer wall, with gentle rivers of waste running at shin height and playful rats paddling cutesy little homemade boats around, just like in that album film Flushed Away. It smells like a motorway service station. Before us, we have the poo pipes, a horrible fatberg, and a curiously Victorian section. What do we fancy first, guys? Um, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling curiously Victorian. (laughs) (laughs) I'll twiddle my parasol (laughs) intriguingly. I shall stiffen my lip further. (laughs) And that is my puzzle. 
You walk into the curiously Victorian section of the sewer. The walls are made of those lovely Victorian red bricks. You mm. can see a dripping drain above. And uh, to the right, you see a, a section of the bricks is actually missing and uh, seems to have been replaced by tiles. What would you like to do? Uh, can we go look at the tiles? You can indeed. They are a lovely sort of tealy green tile, and one of them appears to be sticking out slightly. Well, I think we should probably tug on that tile. <laughs> uh, tugging, tugging on it appears to do <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. <laughs> can we depress it? <laughs> you, um, you, you attempt to depress the tile. However, you realise that the entire wall of tiles falls inwards and you have found a secret room. <gasps> the room is circular. To your right, there is a bed, and to your left, there is a dead... Uh, a dead? A dead? <laughs> Everything's dead. <laughs> the term corpse wasn't invented until the Elizabethan age, so we just called them deads in Victorian. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great children's book, The Bed and the Dead. <laughs> the Bed and the Dead, where's Grandpa gone? <laughs> on what, which side did I say the bed was? I think on the, the right. Yeah. On the right. Because yeah, I've, I've just realised I've, I've drawn it the other way around. Um, <laughs> handy. <laughs> Turn it upside down. I was about to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so on your right, there is a bed. and With on its legs left... sticking up in the air. <laughs> Absolutely. And on the left is a uh, what looks like a desk. There is also, so to the, to the, to the head of the bed, there is a, a coat on a hook with a lantern. To the left of you is a small cupboard and a large eight-foot rod. There appears to be some sort of chute towards the back of the room, as well as a stove. Oh, wow. A lot of stuff going on in there. Can I push Michael down the chute? <laughs> oh no, it's a chute that comes from above. Oh, can I push Michael up the chute? <laughs> I'm not no, sure um... he will fit. <laughs> hmm. uh, can, we, can we take a look at the chute? Uh, of course you can. So the, the chute is um, only a few inches in diameter um, and it appears to have sort of well, shit basically oozing from it. Mm. The shit chute. The shit chute. <laughs> it's the pool chute. <laughs> Can we look inside the desk? Uh, so you look at the desk. The desk is is, is just like a, a worktop with, with legs. But there are a number of things on the desk that you may like to ruffle through. Oh, yes, please. So you appear to have a single half sovereign, uh, some silverware, a collection of spoons and the like, uh, three sixpences, four copper coins, a Madame Tussauds stub, an envelope, and a scrap of paper. What's in the envelope? So you open up the envelope... And it appears to be a letter to a police officer. It is dated the 1st of June, 1862. And it reads, Dear Sergeant, I am a tosher, not a grubber, nor a mudlark. I will therefore reduce my fine by three sixpence for this misgiving. Signed, Og Filation. Well, I'm bamboozled. Well, hang on, because I know Ben loves um, a rickety old word. A to so it was a tosher, mudlark, and... A grubber. A grubber. So, a tosher, uh, if memory serves, is a person what finds valuables um, in kind of collected in sort of big blobs of waste that accumulate. 
uh, around public sewers if memory serves. <laughs> Have you also been using Wikipedia today? I know. I, I, just, I, I know this from a Terry Pratchett book. Uh, of course, yes, yes. Yes, because there's a, a character, uh, Harry King, the, the king of the, the sewers or something. He talks about how he collected Tosherones or something, or Tosherons. Yes. And there was, sort of, yeah, sort of lumps of filth and coins and things. Mm. Uh, mudlarks are a type of bird you'd see at Chroma Beach. <laughs> and a grubber is that man who, if you're stopped at the traffic lights in a foreign country, comes out and smears a rag on your windscreen, <laughs> making it harder to see out of than it was before, and then demands money. <laughs> so, in Victorian England, a, uh, a grubber was a tosher, but uh, did so around sort of drains and, and curbs. And a mudlark was somebody that scavenged in the in the muds off a river, like uh, for instance the Thames. Huh. Oh, nice. Uh, the also the, the so the Toshras, uh were able to they 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 generally got more valuable things uh, and were able to go and see shows, for instance, like those found in Madame Two Swords. Yeah. And suddenly it all ties together. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've solved this mystery. On to the next one. <laughs> um, so, was he saying he wasn't any of those things? Uh, he was a tosher and not a oh, grubber or a mudlark. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically, he mean, the good he, stuff. yeah, he he was a high class uh, shit sifter. But, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, it would appear that some sergeant um, maybe called him otherwise. I see. I've just had a thought. We've got this eight foot rod. Mm. Can we take the eight foot rod and stuff it up the chute and see if anything happens? Uh, you can't because the <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can try, but you get all of about six inches and um the chute kind of bends at 90 degrees and this pole doesn't damn i, I was convinced it was going to be just some sort of elaborate ruse to unblock the drains and then we <laughs> <laughs> and then we'd all be mudlarks we would well if we found something i think we're just covered in poo until that point no oh, yeah that's <laughs> uh, is there anything to see on this rod uh, funnily enough at the very top of it is an iron hoe of the gardening variety mike <laughs> Margaret Thatcher and suspenders. <laughs> the Iron Home. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I heard my favourite Theresa May reference this week, which was that she's a Poundland Thatcher. And it made me so happy. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Okay, Kate, what haven't we investigated? Um, should we go cupboard next? Yeah. Powers of elimination? So the cupboard was uh, was being used, it seems, to sort of prop the, the pole up. But inside the cupboard, there is some extremely, extremely old bread. How it's not been eaten by rats, you've got no idea. Um, and also a couple of bottles of very old Victorian beer. Okay. Anything to see on this beer? Uh, no. No, it's, it, well, it's a, um, sort of a dark brown bottle, so you can't really see in to the beer. Do you think it would help if we drink the beer? Uh, that's a... Yes. Always. Because I listen to this podcast and often people consume things that they can consume and sometimes that works out. <laughs> that is right. And it's normally Ben. <laughs> so this is a good shout. Let's drink the beers. So you uh, you wrangle the top off them. Uh, there you had to find something to sort of push the little marble in because uh, it was those kind of bottles that they were in. Um, and uh, you wrap your mouths around the neck of the bottle and, and swig and it tastes sort of all right. But then you realise that there are flecks of shit around the top of the bottle and probably wasn't a good idea oh no. oh we made a terrible mistake oh should we look in the bed 
So the bed is very simple. It looks like it's um, the mattress is perhaps made up of straw or some other kind of grass. Uh, it's very, very solid. It's not really got much of a pillow, just a couple of rags and uh, a very thin sheet that that covers the, the bed and, and presumably the person that would have lied in it. You, um, you lift the sheet up slightly and it is so old and so caked with fecal matter that it is basically cardboard at this point. Oh... This is a lovely room. Yeah, what happened in this room? <laughs> it was like, oh, I'll build my secret retreat in the room that also has a poo pipe in it, and then I'll smear poo over all of my nice things. <laughs> um, can we take a look at the stove, please, Ben? You can. So the stove is a small wooden stove, and there appears to be some logs, uh, presumably Victorian logs, uh, stashed in it. Uh, there's also a method of lighting the stove. What, <laughs> what, uh, what method could that be? Yeah, there's a flint and and like a knife that you can uh, you can use to to light the stove. Um, and there also appears to be uh, what looks like a sort of uh, a cast iron waffle press from 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 the outside, uh, propped up next to the stove. Are we going to need to do waffle stomping? <laughs> Is waffle stomping somehow <laughs> going to need to be like a key bit of this puzzle? We'll go, should we light the stove, Katie? See what happens. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So you uh, you light the stove, and uh, now there's a, a warm glow coming uh, coming from the stove, and uh, you feel the the room warm slightly. Does it smell more of poo now? Definitely, yeah. Mm, warm poo. <laughs> Thick with it. Oh, oh, you're painting a picture with your words. <laughs> um, okay, is there anything we've not looked at in the room? Uh, the coat, maybe. So you wander over to the coat. It seems to be made of canvas. It's very much like the bed sheets at this point. It's uh, sort of hard with the amount of crap that is soaked into it. It has got two large pockets and what looks like a hook on the left breast uh, that you could perhaps attach the lantern to. We should probably attach the lantern to the hook. I forgot we had a lantern. As you undo the uh, the, the hook on the coat, um, it is so old that it basically disintegrates. The coat or the hook? The The, the hook on the coat. Okay. Can we go through the, the pockets of the coat, please? Of course. So you go through... Which one would you like to go left or right first? Um, left, please. So you uh, place your hand into the left one and it brushes against something furry and the pocket starts to move. You, uh, you quickly retract your hand and take a peek inside. And a small family of mice appear to be living in this pocket. Oh, that's nice. Also, I'm thinking, do we need to cook the mice in the <laughs> waffle press? <laughs> Or should we have fed them the beer? If you break anything. <laughs> um, okay, what's in the right pocket? You uh, you gingerly place your hand into the right pocket and uh, you're met with a sludgy, cold, wet substance. Retracting your hand, it is thick and brown and slightly lumpy. What, what does the substance smell of, dare I ask? <laughs> Very much like the uh, the taste of what was around the top of the bottle. Okay, cool. Moving <laughs> onwards. <laughs> Glad I didn't lick that. Okay. What? I think we've looked at everything in the room now. Yeah, I think we have too. Now, where is there something for us to solve in here? So there's um, something around the stove that you might like to take a closer look at. There's also, uh, you may like to perhaps ask what uh, was on the desk again, because I think you may have missed something. I definitely would have missed something. on. Okay, so on the desk we had half a sovereign, mm -hmm. um, some silverware, yep. uh, three sixpences, four mm -hmm. coppers, mm -hmm. um, and a ticket to Madame Two Swords. And a yep. letter. An envelope. 
Oh, the envelope with a letter oh, in it. No, and, and a scrap of paper. And a scrap of paper. What was on the scrap of paper? On the scrap of paper is a, what appears to be a small joke. It says, why did the baker have smelly hands? Would, would you like the answer? I'm guessing because he lived because in this room and everything. Because he needed a poo! He needed a poo! Because he needed a poo. <laughs> Wait, what? That's a classic one. What? Needed. You know how bakers need Oh, it? I see. Oh, that's a good one. Uh... But, but it was a poo? You get it? <laughs> I do I do get it. And I, I now get it. And of course, needing and needing can be mm. two separate things. Oh, I'm slow. <laughs> so there was a poo in the pocket. Maybe we need to knead that and make it into bread. Yeah, we could, Well, we have we have the waffle iron. Can we perhaps bake this <laughs> sumptuous repast into a delicious shit cookie? Mm. <laughs> would uh, Would you like to go and have a look at the waffle iron? Yes, please. Yes, please. Before we cook a poo. <laughs> so you go over to the waffle iron and uh, and you open it up. Have you Have you seen a a cast iron waffle iron before? seen a waffle iron i don't know about a cast iron one yeah, so this particular one has got sort of uh three foot long iron rods coming out of the bottom of it and it uh, is hinged so you can obviously put the, the the batter in so opening up the iron um you see it is not a waffle iron but in fact a a mold for a key oh can we put some of the metals in there <laughs> <laughs> oh we have silverware don't we we could we could we could cast ourselves delicious silver key you could do so you uh, you put all the silverware just just the silverware or a bit of everything um well let's put the silverware in there the copper as well for um for luster um no. and I, I guess just a fleck of the contents of that pocket as well sure sure so you um with all of these wonderful ingredients you you place them into the mold and it doesn't really fit to be honest but you shove it in the fire anyway and you, you wait some time but this fire is not hot enough to melt metal oh can we give it a good puff um <laughs> yes <laughs> is it hot enough to melt metal yet then it, it is not no oh. <laughs> we could try the squidgy substance maybe we could bake a it was wet maybe as a dry pookie it would be sound so you want to put some of the sloppy poo into the into the mold i'd, I'd yes, say so i mean we could we could always add in a mouse for consistency as well but um <laughs> yeah let's start with sloppy consistency so sloppy consistency just does not work you, you try to close the mold and it is just too sloppy it uh needs firming up oh oh We've got the old bread oh we do have the old bread yeah we could make could we like crumble up the old bread and maybe mix that into the sloppy consistency <laughs> this the bread is i'm afraid far too hard <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> it is, I think, probably bulletproof at this point. I guess I'm trying to find a situation where we don't need to actively knead the horrible pooey substance from the coat. But I'm struggling to think of one where we don't. Can we? Are we able to knead it? Uh, you can. You can, uh, sort of collecting it onto the desk, you can sort of gather it together and uh, you need it for, for a few minutes and it does seem to be firming up. You need it for a little while longer and you have what is effectively Pudo. <laughs> Fabulous. Can we bake the pudo, please? Oh, pudo like Play-Doh. <laughs> you, you like to uh, to bake it presumably in the mould? Uh, yes. yes, please. <laughs> Fantastic. So yeah, it's not a convenient loaf tin nearby or something. <laughs> I'd like to well, make a flan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could have made a poufle. <laughs> 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 oh. oh, I'm editing that out so that I can rewrite my puzzle to include that pun and make it seem like it was all my idea. 
the poufle yeah. will be mine. <laughs> so um, you, uh, you you squidge the the poo into the into the mold and uh, place it into the flames, and uh, you just uh, what appears to be a, or what seems to be an appropriate amount of time, and uh, you you bring it out and you you open up the the mold and uh, you have found the yucky. <laughs> hey. Very good. Well done, Yay. Ben. There were so many red herrings. In so there. many. Oh my god, red herring town. <laughs> you um you head out of the hole and back into the sewer. Okay. Remaining to us we have the plop pipes and the fatberg. What do we fancy next? Ben? So fatbergs are somewhat topical at the moment. They are. That's my puzzle. You walk down the sewer, and before you is the most gargantuan, disgusting fatberg, covered in nappies and all of that stuff that makes up a fatberg. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you like to walk up and inspect it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ben, on the basis I just had a good session of kneading shit, do you want to take the lead on this one? <laughs> hmm. Yes. Can we, can we walk up to the fatberg, please, and, and inspect I- it further? Okay, so on the fatberg, you can see some etchings, which seem to have been made with there's some jet washers by it. So obviously someone's tried to give it a good go. I, I thought you were going to say made with love. <laughs> <laughs> I created this fatberg in my own image. <laughs> uh, there's also some other things on the fatberg. There is a wet wipe, a used and soiled nappy, a corn on the cob, hole, I've decided. Uh, some dentures, because why not? And a rasher of bacon. Okay. Um, you said there was a like a, a power washer etching on it. Can we take a look at the etching? Yep. So you go up and you can see that they've made shapes that seem to be a bit like sheep. Okay. Sheep shapes. Um, mm. Roughly how many sheep shapes? I mean, they've kind of done the sheep shapes all over the fatberg. Right. A flock of sheep shapes. A flock, if you will. Mm. Can we take a look at the uh, the wet wipe and the nappy, please? Okay, yeah. So you, are you you're going to pick up the wet wipe, or are you just kind of looking at it? What, what are you doing with it? Um, well, I guess I've already got dirty enough hands. I suppose I'll pick up the wet wipe. Okay. You pick up the wet wipe, and written on the wet wipe in what looks like lipstick, because sometimes wet wipes are used for makeup, and I'm not disgusting all the time. <laughs> On the wet wipe seems to be the word you. A you is also oh, a type of sheep. I was going to say, what? How is you spelt? This time it's spelt y- you. <laughs> the letter. Y O U. Oh, okay. Y O U. This time it's spelt the one of three ways. <laughs> I pointed at the microphone when I said it. <laughs> uh, jokes. Um. How about the old nappy nap, Kate? Okay, so what are you doing with the nappy? You you picking up? You oh, I don't it? want to. Ben, can you pick up the nappy? I can't face it. My hands are clean, Michael. <laughs> All the more reason. A good layer of grub on them that'll boost your immune system. Um, right. This is th- so. Just just to double check the the main sort of fatberg itself is fat, isn't it? Mm, it's fat and it's just got some bits stuck in it. Yeah, so I think what I'm going to do is, this is going to sound disgusting, I'm going to actually sort of scoop off a surface layer of fat and just smear it over my hands, because I figure it'll be easier to get off later. And then I pick up the nappy. That's a great idea. Okay, so you pick up the nappy. 
you see on the back of the nappy is a smearing of nappy contents <laughs> that <laughs> appears to look like the word I or the letter <laughs> some might say. <laughs> oh Christ. <laughs> So I as in the affirmative, I I as in the ball. (laughs) As in As in the Latin I per se I. I as in the one letter. Excellent. Okay. Um we had some dentures as well. Can I regrettably I mean I would add some fat to my hands, but at this point I'd just be sealing in the poo. Um can I just (laughs) can I just pick them up with my bum encrusted hands, please? Of course you can. Upon closer inspection, you can see that the top four teeth of the dentures have the letters H-A-V-E written on them. Have. <laughs> Let's go for the corn on the cob. You pick up the corn on the cob, and in the corn is written the word <laughs> two, as in T-O. <laughs> there are also many ways to spell two. <laughs> How's it written in the corn? Uh, with with the bits of corn. Oh, so it's been like plucked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I was reading uh, an article today about something that in Mexico they they're using the the middle of corn cobs to to do something. I've now forgot. Oh, it was to make a kind of sugar that isn't uh, isn't like doesn't make you diabetic, but it tastes just like normal sugar. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Yeah, sounds. It's called sweet corn. It is well, indeed. Bit of another fact for you. Um, let's go and have a look at this bacon, please. So on the rasher of bacon is written the word praise. I'm smelling a Fat Boy Slim reference. Oh, actually, no, that's not the lyric, is it? I was thinking, I'd like to praise you like I should. I was thinking, but... That's the one. Maybe there's some method to your madness. You, I have to praise. This, um... This fatberg. <gasps> Are we able to use... So the, the pressure washer, um, does it appear to be operational? Uh, it does appear to be operational. Mike, do you think we have to slim down this fatberg? Oh, it's a fatberg slim. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my mind is blown. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Katie. <laughs> I didn't have very long to make this puzzle. <laughs> Can we slim down this fatberg, please, Catherine? With, um, with, with, so, with the pressure washer, like shaving it off. So, so how, do you, what do you do? Do you maybe turn the pressure washer on? Absolutely. Okay, so you click the on switch and out of the pressure washer... <laughs> what? <laughs> erupts. Fatboy Slim! What? <laughs> Who then <laughs> proceeds to Fatberg Slim, the fat Fatberg, <laughs> with his magical DJ powers, as it <laughs> becomes smaller and smaller and smaller, there's suddenly a little kink on the floor and a bit of a plop as well, I would imagine, because of the fat. And you have found the chub key. Oh, very good, Katie. Oh, dear. What a load of nonsense. Okie dokie, so you scoop up 
your chub key from the remaining fat on the floor. And we shimmy on back to the tune of I Like to Praise You to the middle of the sewer. Fabulous. So remaining to us, we have the poo pipes. And the poo pipes are my puzzle. Okay, so um, you go down a, a little a little sort of sewer corridor towards what appears to be the poo pipes, colloquially known as the plop pipes. Looking at them, you can see it's, uh, it's four pipes, each of which descending from the ceiling with a 90-degree bend facing uh, horizontally across the room, facing a large grate. As you look at them, you hear a, a mighty rumbling from within, and they start to vibrate, and suddenly... All manner of filth and misery uh, spew out of them, along with a great deal of water into the grate. When the cascade of filth ceases, uh, you see that there are some items, a uh, sort of small heap of them, left in the grate. Uh, the grate itself disappearing into, into the wider sewer. What would you like to do? I'd like to inspect the pooey items. Okay, so you pop over to the grate. Uh, the grate itself appears to be just sort of like a large catch-all filter, catch the big things from going into the wider sewer. And in the little pile of freshly um, bemoistened and placed uh, items, you find a dead goldfish, a wind-up McDonald's Happy Meal toy. Uh, in this particular case, it appears to be a clockwork Ronald McDonald, a mozzarella and pesto panini, <laughs> a full-sized crown, and a Stradivarius violin. You could fairly assume that these are things that people have dropped while they're on the toilet. So it was before the violin. Um, crown? A crown. A crown. As in one that you put on your head or the coin? Um, the one that you put on your head. I suppose you could Well, the one that you on wouldn't put on your head, you filthy commoner. But um, the one that a person <laughs> of decent breeding might put on their head. I see. Oh, sorry, and a Game Boy Colour. Don't know how you forgot that one. Could we um, could we have a very quick look in the Game Boy Color, and is there a game in it? There is. It's Pokemon Red. The original? Uh, yeah, the original Pokemon Red, of course. Uh, Casey, would you like to have a look at anything in particular? Um, why not the mozzarella panini, please? I'd like to inspect that. Uh, it's just a mozzarella panini. There's a bike missing out of it where somebody was clearly on the toilet having a, having a little impromptu lunch. Um, it looks like it might be from Starbucks. It does, I presumably has packaging then. Uh, no, it's just it's got that. I don't know if you've ever had a Starbucks uh, mozzarella and pesto panini, but they are distinct and they're pleasant. They're nice. I, I would recognise one certainly um, if it landed <laughs> in my poo filter. Do we need to eat the panini? <laughs> Based on its source, I wouldn't recommend it. But there's a very good chance we're all going to get a little bit poorly anyway by the end of this episode. <laughs> The sauce is the pesto a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no! Sorry. <laughs> Gross. Um, did you say there was a violin? Uh, yeah, a Stradivarius violin. Somebody must what have been doing earth a bit. What of... is a Stradivarius violin? A Stradivarius is a, I believe, and I'm waiting for Ben to correct me here, a, a very old and prestigious line of violins. A Stradivarius, I believe, was a violin maker. Uh, the instruments themselves uh, are donkey's years old, uh, accumulating value, and they apparently have a very sweet sound. I've got a feeling that uh, the people that play them don't generally own them. They're owned. I've got a feeling they, they're owned by perhaps all the same source, and they're effectively sort of lent to the person playing them. Yeah, I, th I, I imagine that yeah, they're probably in a bit of trouble for dropping it down the toilet. Yeah. I can imagine. 
Is there anything remarkable about the violin, other than the fact that it's a Stradivarius? I mean, it's a remarkable violin, but nothing immediately remarks itself to you. Okay. Um, could we place it to one side? Because I've got a feeling that'll be worth quite a bit on eBay later. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to Game Boy Color with Pokemon Red in it. Excuse me. I pocket that for later for I myself. I say eBay if ever there was one. <laughs> Oh, does the Game Boy Color have batteries in? Uh, no, they didn't survive the uh, the descent through the pipes. Oh, does that mean that the battery uh, compartment um, cover has also gone? Yeah, uh, there's a good chance. I'll be honest with you, most of these are a little bit... Water damage doesn't really cover it. Um, water is the least <laughs> of the damage to this. <laughs> they've, had, they've had soft jostling um, in their journey. Oh, <laughs> a brown splodge behind the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a Game Boy color if the color you want to see is brown. Can, can we inspect? Your tone. <laughs> oh, no. um, can we have a look at the crown? Sure thing. Um, it's a very familiar crown. Uh, you get the feeling you last saw it on telly or when the Queen was doing a knighting. I Maybe... wondered if there was some kind of link between that and like a really big poo crowning or something. <laughs> <laughs> it right. seemed like a link that you'd make. No, goodness me! I feel I wish I had now. Uh, no, okay. no. Maybe the fight of the queen was looking at her phone, and you know, it looked down, and it just dropped off her head down the carsey. No, that's sad. And now I think about it, she thought it's easier to flush it than try and pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe uh, Buckingham Palace has like the old style uh, toilets that don't have like a U bend. <laughs> it was just like a straight pit. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> They've got Wi-Fi, but not proper toilets. <laughs> <laughs> could we uh, could we have a look at the the wind up toy, please? Sure thing. Uh, it's uh, it appears to be Ronald McDonald. If you were to wind him up, he would do that annoying dance from Fortnite, where a person makes like they're moving through an umbrella that they're holding either side of themselves, um, but with a teeny tiny bit of uh, poo particulates coming out of his joints as he does so. Nice, nice. Hmm. Um, the dead goldfish is dead. <laughs> Can we look down the pipes? As risky as that may be. There was four pipes, weren't there? There were. So you go over to the pipes. Do you want to look at them in general, or do you want to just look look down them? Uh, how wide are they? Uh, they are however wide a pipe needs to be in order to accommodate a crown and a Stradivarius <laughs> <laughs> violin. Okay. Because my initial thought was, can we kind of go over them to see if they make that sort of bottle sound? But they're oh, probably yeah. a bit too big for that one. Summon a demon. Um, yeah, can we inspect them? <laughs> yeah, sure thing. So you take a look at the pipes. The pipes themselves all have a sort of a 90 degree bend uh, at the bottom, preventing uh, you from sort of seeing up them. But what they do have is each one is numbered. So from left to right of the four pipes, they're numbered one, two, three, and four. And interestingly, next to the pipes is a small wooden mallet on a little chain. It looks a bit like one of those chains you get on a pen in a bank. So that it can obviously kind of you know be uh, used in a radius around the pipes, but can't be stolen by people who rob pens from banks. Uh, next to the pipes is a a large arcane-looking lever with reverse flush uh, written on a plaque next to it. Hmm. So having a look into each of the pipes in turn, one, two, three, then four, uh, we can't see anything in particular at the moment. No, you can't. Okay. Um, I've, I kind of want to, to uh, tap each pipe with the mallet. Ah, so you take the mallet on its little chain and you 
trot across to pipe marked number one, and you tap the pipe. Pipe taps with a sort of a dong, and you see it reverberating up the pipe. And then, a few moments later, you hear some answering dongs coming from the top end of the pipe. They sound like this. Dong, 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 dong. Hmm. Could we uh, could we also please tap the second pipe? Sure thing. So you go over to the second pipe and you tap it with a little mallet. And a few moments later, from up the pipe, you hear the reverberation once again. This one sounds like dong, 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 dong. Oh, I see where you're going with this. Can we... Could we? Sorry, could we have the second one again? Dong, 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 dong is the answering reverberating bonk. Shall we whack number three? Uh, you tap number three with the, the little mallet. Your, your bong travels up the pipe. And then travelling back down a moment later, you hear the following. Dong, 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 dong. <laughs> dong, 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 dong. Well, that's definitely the mozzarella panini. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, could we go for number four, please? Sure thing. You, you tap number four and uh, you don't hear any answering tap. So, so you tap it again. And then you hear a great big boom, 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 boom. The pipe starts to vibrate violently. And then fortunately, both yourself and Katie step aside as an almighty plop fires out at high velocity, um, hitting the, um, uh, the grate with such force that it scatters all of the other objects by, by a foot apiece um, and papers the surrounding area in, in stinky plop. You notice there now appears to be another object uh, in the in the scattered pile of, of things at the grate. What is the thing? So you take a look at it. It appears to be a post-it note uh, in a, uh, a freezer bag. The post-it note reads, Return the things we lost and we will flush you down a smelly key. <laughs> well, I think I think we know where that's going now. Shall we try and put the crown... Up number one. I think that's right. Okay, so you place uh, the crown in the uh, the flat bits, the sort of the ninety degree angle bit of pipe number one. I've got no idea for number two. I think that number three is the violin. Yeah, I, I number three definitely the violin. Number two's the McDonald's Happy Toy, Happy Meal Toy. Okay, so you place the violin in the crook of the pipe of number three, and you place the McToy in the crook of the pipe of number two. Uh, could we also please put the post-it note in the crook of uh, pipe number four, please? You certainly can. You put that in there, as Ben described. Uh, shall we? Shall we go for the for the lever? Yeah. Oh, I forgot there was a lever. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing you're here. Crazy, <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting just at the... stared at the stuff like, underneath the pipe. <laughs> what a neat row of things I put in some pipes. Job well done, Katie. <laughs> All my favourite things. <laughs> <laughs> Time to play some more we... Pokemon. <laughs> Oh, I've only thought of that earlier. <laughs> so uh, you pull the reverse flush lever and you hear an almighty... <laughs> your ears pop as the pipes suck up the air and the objects. And they're like, dong, 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 as the objects travel back up to their original locations. A moment later, you hear, Thank goodness, my crown! And then, yay, my toy! And then, blur by violin! <laughs> that was a great voice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not great. I'm not pleased with any of these. <laughs> you hear nothing from the fourth pipe except a similar, familiar, distant rumbling. Both you and Katie step back as another titanic turd launches itself out of the pipe and hits the grate with an even wider splash radius than before. There appears to be a new object in the grate. Let's look at that object. You pick it up. 
brushing off um, not so much flecks of poo as fistfuls of the stuff mm-hmm. and admire your poofy prize. You have found the sting key. No. And you have solved my puzzle. Yay. Well done. So with that, we go back up the ladder from the smelly sewers back to the fragrant corridors of the infant escape room. We approach the unisex bathroom and we unlock the three whimsical padlocks, throwing open the door. We take a look and realize that we didn't actually fix the plumbing while we were down there at all. So the toilet's still overflowing and it's all a bit grim. But I suppose we got rid of the, f- the fatberg, so they'll still flush. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> we all get to go to the bathroom and surf on our phones and read the news stories. And we managed it within the hour, so we actually escape. Hooray! Huzzah! Even better. Well done, Ash. <laughs> so, thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, and we really hope you did, we'd be obliged if you could please leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook. Mostly iTunes, please leave an iTunes review, as it's a massive help in reaching your audiences. Uh, we love you lots, and we look forward to speaking to you again next time, right in your ear holes. Bye-bye now. Good day. Farewell. <laughs> <laughs> nice oldie worldie <laughs> goodbyes everyone <laughs> cool. too much time in that victorian room <laughs> that's obviously it <laughs> 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 <laughs>